Yesterday at noon, dozens of people again showed solidarity with the nation of Ukraine in their ongoing battle against Russia. IU students, professors, and Bloomington residents alike came together for the second time in the past two weeks to spread awareness of the Russian-instigated war in Ukraine, marching from the Showalter Fountain down to the Sample Gates, where blue and yellow flags flew high and clear voices sung the national anthem, Ukraine has not yet perished. Ani Abrahamyan, treasurer of the Ukrainian Studies Organization, the IU, responsible for organizing the protest, expressed her frustration at the territory conflicts preventing nations from claiming their sovereignty. I would just like to say it's not a conflict, it's an outright war. It uh, makes me feel very angry because many of the post-Soviet countries are still dealing with uh, territorial issues like this. And at this point, it's not uh, anymore a territorial issue, of course. Many of us are trying to uh, find our identity, to create our identity and a place for our culture in the world. And unfortunately, hegemons like Russia are trying to crush that time and again. So I'm very angry and I would like to say that this is not the first time that things like that are happening and uh, it certainly makes it much more difficult with each uh, subsequent war to deal emotionally and mentally with this. She feels that Bloomington residents are doing a good job in spreading awareness of the war. I think that people are actually doing a wonderful job consolidating powers and rallying together with our Ukrainian community, with Ukrainian community in Bloomington and at IU. So the one thing that can and needs to be done is just the continuation of spreading the information, making sure we call things by the right names, and just trying to attend and educate, uh, attend events organized uh, to shed light on uh, the war and also trying to share um, things with your local community so they know what to do. Having been displaced from the disputed territory of Nagorno-Karabakh at an early age, she doesn't have to imagine what so many Ukrainians are going through right now. But she wants them to know how important it is to have hope. I just want to say that the struggle for freedom is one of the most uh, noble struggles in the history of humankind and the most important thing is hope. Um, Even when things don't look like they're going to get better, we have to have hope uh, because that helps us to continue existing, uh, promoting our culture, educating our children. So just don't give up, have faith and hope. Christina Lopez, a physics graduate student from the Chicago area, knew the words to the national anthem by heart. She understands the importance of bringing awareness of the invasion close to home. It's a different thing when you see that there are people around you that actually care. And I think it becomes um, it becomes something that's important to you because it's something that all of a sudden like is, is within your scope when you see people that are speaking out, saying that something is not right. Um, So, I mean, here, I mean, there's, aside from, like, you know, donations, uh, people here, there's not a lot they can do, but I think it can help raise awareness and help people realize that, that it has such extreme implications that it's something that people should be aware about and care about. Because it will affect them sooner or later, in a much more direct way. She said that this Russian-Ukrainian war is something that even U.S. citizens should pay attention to. 
I think if it continues to escalate, democracies in the West are going to need to intervene and become more involved. Uh, we've seen some of that, but I think the the level of threat this poses is something that we need to be very critically aware of. Lopez said it's important to keep up the awareness and the momentum. It will be very easy for this to be something that people care about for a short time and it goes on and, and people forget about it. Not Not letting it die, I think, is important, especially because this is not the beginning. It's been going on since 2014 and people have mostly largely forgotten about it. And yet it's clear that you see that it, just because you forget about it doesn't go away, it continues. And so I think, yeah, supporting as much as possible friends, Ukrainian people, obviously college students, budgets are tight, but even small donations are not only important to help, but in, in, in showing support of something. So. Tatiana Ford, a native Ukrainian who moved to Bloomington just a few years ago, expressed her pain at her inability to help her family members who are now stuck in her hometown. My native town is Mykolaiv, which is destroyed right now. And I have my mother and my niece who is hiding in bomb shelter for seven days. And they tired, they exhausted. And uh, my heart breaking apart to look at the picture of my town or just what is left for me. I moved to U.S. three years ago, so it's very fresh. It's it's very hard because you're far away and they bomb all airports. We cannot get even in my country right now. And I cannot take them out of this hell. And really, I wish all world to know that Ukraine never um, never have inside country conflict. It was all disinformation in Russian television. And we very peaceful and educated nation. And what actually is going on right now, it's just destroying of nation. And culture and cities and all infrastructure. Including TV towers, including um, energy supplies, water supplies, television, uh, everything. Military bases, even um, civilian airport. She thinks that Western governments should do everything they can to protect Ukraine. Truly, I think they they afraid to take part because if they take part, it will be actually the third world war, so they afraid. But I hope they wish to help us. But sanctions that they did uh, actually help a lot to destroy Russian economy. Because when people, civilian people of Russia, cannot use credit card, cannot use iPhone app, cannot, they will be cut from the world and cannot use personal money, not government money. They will go up, stand up against the war because it will destroy their routine life. She believes Russians, too, must take responsibility. I think that population of Russia, it's um, 145 million. If they all stand up against the war, it will work. Ford said the only hope against dictators like Vladimir Putin is the truth.
I think uh, the best help against information war is to show world the truth. We, we have kids in hospital right now who don't have legs and arms. We have 16 kids dead and I wish everybody see it and know what's going on. That this is not just a question of language, of Russian speaking of Ukraine, because I am Russian speaking of Ukraine. And I don't ask Russia, come and save me. The Ukrainian Studies Organization has organized teach-ins throughout this week to educate residents on Ukrainian history and to amplify Ukrainian voices in the community. They will continue to be a beacon amidst the uncertainty. For WFHB, I'm Shadeji Shigiri.